No, I don't have nothing near to me. On Lady Spring, where the little one is. Oh, I think I'm on the wrong page. I muted it. Okay, you're good now. Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. Hey, Cole. Hi, Cole. What's up? Give us one second. We're getting everything there. Why is it echoing? I don't hear an echo. YouTube? No. Never. Happy birthday, Nicole. Hey, Joanne. Happy birthday, Nicole. Hi, Joanne. Oh, dear. <laughs> How you doing, Andy? Hey, Andy. Yeah, his assistant, my ass. Where goes my other man? Hey, Patrick. Hello, Patrick. See, Mondays, I can't remember what the hell I'm doing. There we go. <laughs> Andy says you didn't deny the glamorous part. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, my blog talk's not going to keep on. Try this again. Didn't you have troubles with that Friday? Yeah. I'm trying, guys. Sorry. They only have one job to do. One job. <laughs> one job. I haven't even gone to the copy. It's my second soap. Blood talk's not going to work. <clears throat> no, I'll have to upload it. All right, guys. I guess I don't need to. I don't know. Good morning. <laughs> How is everybody? Hey, Mike. Oh, I got to Hey, Mike, how are you? That's to put on my magnet. Happy Monday, everybody. Today is, of course, Paranormal Talk. Paranormal Monday. Today. <laughs> okay. Ellie said, how hard have you been trying to 
<laughs> Andy. <laughs> hey, there you go, Andy. That's the way to do it. Three minutes. So on the first half of the show, we're talking. I want to know your guys' thoughts on vile vortexes or devil's graveyards. We're going to go through and, and talk about each and every one of them. There's 12 of them. And so you know we won't have a second half of the show. <laughs> I know, right? Then, maybe after, we'll be talking about ghosts and what type you think they are. There's a list of them. And then remote viewing. Do you believe it's real or is it the same as astral travel? Then, of course, we got human mysteries and more are they real videos you decide. And, of course, the Paranormal Legend of the Week, since I didn't get to it last week, it probably won't get to it this week, is the most haunted house hides the tale of a young girl who fell in love with the devil. And the funny thing is, is I was researching some different stuff for today and the rest of the week, and I found out that this, where I'm talking about, where this tale of this young girl fell in love with the devil, is up for sale. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, ask Bruce or Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, you think you're, by now, Shadows would be smart enough to stop looking up stories. I can't help it. And finish the ones next week that she didn't finish this week. I can't help it. I get on, you know. I know, Nicole, they keep bringing up Bruce and Bobby. What I, the hell? No, don't say they. Because <laughs> I oh, still I blame it, you too. I think it was still uh, Bobby and Bruce. I blame you, part of this whole shenanigans. No, it's your fault. So, what do you guys think about Devil's Graveyards? Basically, what they are is, <laughs> by definition, the vile vortices. Very back. Miserable whirlers, but actually there are 12 vortex points on the planet, planetary grid, originally plotted by Ivan Sanderson, <laughs> a naturalist and paranormal investigator. So the 12 devil's graveyards around the world, of course, we have, hurry back, Patrick, the Bermuda Triangle. The Alaska Triangle? Huh? Is the Alaska Triangle one? No. It is, but it's not. It's not one of the 12. There's the Devil's Triangle, the Wartan Basin, Loyalty Islands, the Hawaiian Volcanoes, Easter Island, Bermuda Triangle, the one in Rio de Janeiro, the Algerian Megalis, Indian River in Pakistan, and Zimbabwe's ancient mines and structures. Those are the, the t- 12 major, major ones. So we got the North Pole, the Algerian Megalith ruins, Bermuda Triangle, the Devil's Triangle, which is the Devil's Sea, um, the Hohenderro site of the Roman Roman Empire, not Roman, Rama Empire, 
the Wharton Basin, the site of Wallaby Fracture Zone. So I believe a lot of these have to do with where there's cracks and stuff in the, the seabeds. But then there's the lower ones, which is like the Alaskan Triangle. There's one in Boston. So the Devil's Triangle, or the Dragon's Triangle, is one of the 12. It's off the coast of Japan, almost exactly opposite the Bermuda Triangle. The Dragon's Triangle is noted for similar paranormal disturbances. They all have these disturbances, like the Bermuda, everybody knows about the Bermuda Triangle, and all the different, hey, Little Red, no, you're not late. You're never late to the show. We were late starting. <laughs> yeah, we can be late, but you guys are never late. Whenever you come in. <laughs> so, like, we all know about the Bermuda Triangle, about what affects the Bermuda Triangle, but I can't talk today. Um, the ships going down, the airplanes, the magnetic forces, all that, you know, sort of thing. So all of these triangles have those aspects. Um, but the Dragon's Triangle doesn't appear on any official global maps. The Japanese call it Mano Umi, the Sea of the Devil. Often compared to the Bermuda Triangle, the Dragon's Triangle is in an area where seagoing vessels and aircraft allegedly mysteriously disappear. Besides disappearing planes and ships, but phenomena are linked to the Dragon's Triangle, like ghost ships, USOs, Lapses of time, electronic equipment malfunctions. Um, they actually think the dragon, some people think the dragon's triangles, the disappearance where Amelia Earhart went down. Uh, there is a book about the dragon triangle by um, L. Ron Hubbard. No, <laughs> Charles Burleigh, <laughs> which that name sounds familiar. Um, reports of the years from 1952 to 54, five Japanese military vessels were lost in the triangle with personal personnel tolling over 700 people. Yeah, I, I read, uh, we watched this like a documentary. Uh, the guy filmed the whole time that he flew the, through the Bermuda Triangle and nothing ever happened to him either. Well, you went through the... Yeah, I, but I, I went through on ship. Right. And nothing happened. I just think something, I don't know. There's obviously something, and I'm wondering if it is, that's why they're like on faults. Maybe it's a certain. Our magnetic, you know, the Earth's magnetic force could be coming up through them if there's bursts. You know what I mean? Right. So, contrary to some popular beliefs, neither the Dragon's Triangle nor the Bermuda Triangle is located on the Agonic Line. Well, okay, that just shot my theory. Um, where the magnetic uh, north equals the geographic north. The position of the Agonic Line varies with time and presence in the North American section of the line and is drifting westward. Um but ancient le- legends, some dating back to 1000 BCE, tell of dragons that lived off the coast of Japan, and presumably that's how the era became known as Dragon's Triangle. The fire-breathing monsters of the legend may have been volcanic eruptions. 
And of course, we have the Bermuda Triangle. And then we have the South Atlantic Anomaly. Encircling the Earth like a large lifesaver, the Van Allen Belt is the two-banded radiation field that forms the Earth's magnetic field. The Van Allen Belt traps radioactive, radioactive particles that originate from solar flares and shields the Earth from the strong solar winds that emanate our sun. The band closest to the Earth traps protons, and the band farthest from the Earth traps electrons. You all right? I tired I know you're tired. <laughs> Our space generally flies a proton belt, but over the SAA, the proximity to the Earth puts our satellites, the ISS, International Space Station, and even space shuttles in the path of the intense radiation generated by the trip protons. That's very interesting. I didn't know. I mean, I knew they were in, like, Earth's orbit, but I didn't know that they traveled on... Van Allen belt. That's pretty wild. See what Patrick said? In the Bermuda Triangle, most disappearances happened in the months of November and December. That's interesting, Patrick. I wonder about the other Devil's Graveyards if it if it's the same thing. That's pretty interesting. So, in the South Atlantic Anomaly, SAA, as it's called. Um, unlike the instrument malfunction and disappearance of the aircraft or sea craft reported, the anonymously south, the SAA is famous for the malfunctions generated in spacecraft and mysterious, mysterious physical phenomenon reported by astronauts. So that's wild. What was that? My belly. Oh. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you farted, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> so that's pretty wild. They they have the problem up there with that, which can be understood being in the uh, radiation field and all that. But that's why. So you you wonder that yourself about Eddie Farton? No, I'm joking. Hey Heather, how you doing? Hi Heather. So this is another minor one. Um, it's not in an official loud vortex, just like the Alaskan Triangle. This one's in Boston. Um, the Bridgewater Triangle is likely one of the world's most concentrated areas of diverse paranormal reports. Located just 30 miles south of Boston, the 200-mile area has the Massachusetts town of Edmonton, Freetown, and Rohoboth at its angles. I have to really look at that to make sure. Was I in? That could, that'd be weird if I, I lived in the triangle and didn't even know it. The we are living of, in a triangle. Huh? We are living in a triangle. Well, yeah, I know. Alaska, the Alaskan Triangle. I'm just curious if when I lived in Massachusetts. Oh, if you were living in it then? That would be weird. Traveling to all these different triangles and didn't know it. Um, no, none of these towns are anyway. The town of Bridgewater is located nearly dead center within the triangle, and the area also encompasses six other Massachusetts towns: Ryanham, Totten, Broughton, or Brockton, Mansfield, Norton, and Easton. 
the Hammock Swamp. The Hammock Swamp is a 5,000-acre area, lies within the western section of Bridgewater Triangle, and it's the hub of many paranormal reports. Also the site of 8,000-year-old Native American burial ground. Wow. When archaeologists opened the graves of the grassy lands, the red okra, okra? Within the tombs, I don't know, bubbled and then mysteriously disappeared. I remember hearing about that. Photographs taken of the excavation would not develop. The swamps remained shrouded in superstition called the place where spirits dwell. Um, the Wenapan tribe of Native America avoided the Hamhawk Swamp and the areas remained a pot place filled with foreboding. That's wild. See, that would be so weird, Patrick. It, the Great Lakes. There was a triangle in the Great Lakes. I was reading it. Yeah. I'm just too tired to read it out that loud. That would be, if that was the case, if I, I know I lived near Taunton. I only lived there for two years, but I'm trying to see. They don't have, it's close to down where I lived. But that would be weird if there's one in the Great Lakes. Then the Massachusetts one, then I'm in now the Alaskan one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's No, it's just weird. Dighton Rock. On the banks of the Taunton River, Dighton Rock lies across from the grassy island burial grounds of Hockamock Swamp. Numerous inscriptions of the unknown origins are carved into the face of the rock. Although various speculations attribute them to Native American, Vikings and even phony, I don't even know what that word is, phony initials, their identity have never been specifically determined. Hey, kitten. Hey, kitten, how are you? Oh, it's ancient Greek. Okay. Sorry, guys. I had to look that up because I was like, I don't even know if I've heard of that word. Profile Rock is another Bridgewater Triangle landmark. It's wild that this triangle is on land, and there's a lot of paranormal stuff going on there. Do you know what I mean? Right. Profile Rock is another Bridgewater Triangle landmark that has gained a paranormal reputation. Located in Freetown from a nearby hill, the rock shows a clear portrait of a Native American's face looking out from the stone. Long before Massachusetts colonists arrived, the Winnipeg people considered Profile Rock sacred. Local legends claim that the Native American ghost dancers in warrior dress danced around Profile Rock. Down Fraggle Rock? Not Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Again, Enewa Rock, located in Ham. Hockamock Swamp around along Route 44 in Rehoboth. You keep wanting to say ham hawk. I know, I do too. <laughs> Anawak Rock is named for Chief Anawan and is the site where Chief Anawan surrendered to the colonists ending King Philip's War. Legend says that the angry spirits of Chief Anawan's warriors continue to haunt the area, starting special fires and ghost dancing. Paranormal research Lauren Coleman, who named the Bridgewater Triangle in 1970, revived public attention to the many paranormal 
reports emanating from the area. Aside from the number and diversity of paranormal reports, what is phenomenal about Bridgewater Triangle is that the first report of paranormal activity was made over three centuries ago in 1760. At 10 a.m. on May 10, 1760, a sphere of fire was reported to hover over New England and made a light so bright that it cast shadows in the morning sun. Reportedly, the light was seen for both Bridgewater and Roxbury. Since then, the area has spawned a diversity of reports that include paranormal sightings that range from ghost dancers to UFOs to cryptozoological sightings. So, I mean, Halloween, other reports, the report in 1760 report is likely the first documented UFO report on the planet. However, it is certain it wasn't the last report to come out of Bridgewater Triangle. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Sorry, I didn't mean to speak over you. Bullshit. I know. (laughs) So, can you imagine 1760? That's crazy. Halloween 1908 marked another UFO sighting documented in local newspapers. 1968, five people claimed that they saw a strange ball of light floating among the trees in the wooded part of Rehoboth. In 1970s, UFO sightings were frequent reports to occur in different areas of Bridgewater Triangle. In one 1976 report, two UFOs were seen landing along Route 44 near Taunton. Taunton. In 1994, a Bridgewater law enforcement officer reported seeing a triangle-shaped craft with red and white lights. The town of Ryanham frequently receives reports of glowing balls of light floating over the ground in the local dog track. Cryptozoological cryptid sightings are numerous and varied in the Bridgewater Triangle. 1970 reports of Bigfoot, like seven-foot-tall hairy monster, and its footprints instigated both the Bridgewater and Massachusetts State Police Canine Unit to conduct a search for a bear. However, neither man nor bear was ever found. In 1978, paranormal researcher Joseph DeAndre claims to observe another such creature as it slowly walked into the brush of the Hockamock Swamp. And 200 yards from his location, his chronicle his uh, he chronicled his sightings in a 1997 book, Passing Strange: Two Trails of Two True Tales of New England's Haunted and Horrors. Or she'd have found out anyways. Andy, with all the beer cans, they would have been around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, not all creatures that allegedly inhibited the Bridgewater Triangle are land-bound. Since 1971, several sightings of phenomenally large black birds. Hey, we got them. Chickens in the tree. Wing, wingspans that stretch from 8 to 12 feet. Well, ours ain't that big. Well, they're close enough. Have been reported as well. Co- coincidentally, the first of these reports originated from Bird Hill in Hockamock Swamp in 1984. I want to go to this Hockamock Swamp. I really do. Have a safe trip. 
I'm going to delay that. <laughs> Why not? I can go. I have a lot of friends in, in Massachusetts, so I can go and uh, I'll go hang out with Tina. <laughs> I miss that girl. <laughs> I'd be like, Tina, I'm coming up and we're going paranormal investigating. She'd be like, I. Um, besides the legends that tell Native American ghost dancers, report of several contemporary ghost specters come from the Bridgewater Triangle. A mysterious red-headed hitchhiker haunts a stretch of Route 44. A ghost phantom appears in Hockamock Swamp near Route 138. And from Freetown, a ghostly trucker is rumored to speed along the windy Copacut Road. I remember that one. Blaring his horn and threatening passing motorists. So a lot of a lot of phenomena in this area. Yeah. It does sound interesting, doesn't it, Heather? I mean, really. Oh, I don't think I'm going to make it. Okay, baby. If that's okay, if you can't. Hey, G-Smoke. Hey, G-Smoke. How are you? I was just sitting here dozing off. <laughs> Go lay down, baby. Are you done with your magnet? No. How much longer do you have with your magnet? Five minutes. So another vortex on land is the Bennington Triangle, which is over the Appalachian, Appalachian Mountains. Appalachian? Yes. I know. I know what they are. I know where they are. <laughs> I just can't say them. Um, and it's called... The Triangle of Doom. Huh. Well, there are some pretty rough mountains up there. They, they really are. <laughs> but while the happenings at the Bennington Triangle remain a series of unsolved mysteries, can they be classified as a paranormal phenomenon? Nestled between the tectonics of the Green Mountains, its rich historic and scenic beauty makes Bennington a favorite spot for hunters, hikers, and historians. <laughs> Yes, those mountains too. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Bennington was a quiet town near mysterious Glastonbury Mountain. Native Americans shunned the mountain, believing that the four winds met at the top of it, and they used the mountains only as a burial ground. European settlers told tales of strange lights over Glastonbury Mountain, uns- unsourced odors, and tales of Bigfoot-type sightings permitted the mountain's woodlands. Yet, the real mountain mystery began in 1945 and lasted for five years. One of the earliest chartered towns in colonial America, Bennington, is also the site of Vermont's first church, aptly named the Old First Church. Its cemetery and the final resting place for poet Robert Frost, Bennington is also the place where Ethan Allen formed the Green Mountain Boys, a group of 300 woodsmen that were instrumental in helping American colonies win the American (laughs) Revolution War. (laughs) Andy. (laughs) 74 years old, Maddie Rivers was familiar with the area wildness and experienced hunting and fishing guide. A November, November 20, November Wow. Yeah. 1945, he escorted a party of four hunters into the mountain woodlands, leading the way back to their campsite. 
Middle disappeared from view and vanished, leaving only one clue. After an extensive search, investigators found a single bullet besides the stream bread, that, but no trace of Middle was ever found. River's disappearance was the first in a series of missing persons over the next five years. A year later, on December 1st, Patrick Steary, here we go, Patrick, December and November. That's wild. I wonder why. Oh, I'm going to have to study the hell out of that. Oh. River's disappearance was the first in a series of... A year later, on December 1st, 1946, Paula Weldon, a sophomore at Bennington College, vanished while hiking along Glassbury Mountain's Long Trail. A couple behind her reported they had seen her turn a corner, but when they reached the corner, Weldon was gone. Although the ensuing manhunt brought the FBI and even used a clairvoyant in the case of Middle Rivers. No trace of Paula Weldon was ever found. Um, are you talking? No, it can't be talking about Letchworth. That would be wild. Name of a mountain in the park in western, oh, the western U.S. I thought he said western New York. Never mind. Um, oh, the... Smoky Mountains? No, it's, um, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, there's a lot of people that miss the 411. I know what you're talking about, and I can't think of it. Why, well, I need to It's not the Rockies. It's not the Smoky Mountains. Not Smoky Mountains. Is it a uh, uh, Blue Ridge? No, Blue Ridge. They're in Virginia, I believe. The Blue Ridge Mountains. Shit, I was just impressed. I remembered that name. Is it the Rockies? The Colorado Rockies? I thought it was lower than that. Or, you know, lower down the map. Well, we, we don't know what he's saying this about. It could be the Rockies. It could have been uh, Smoky Mountain. <laughs> oh, no, Blue Ridge. It might be Blue Ridge. Brown Mountains is the one in Virginia. That's where all the mysterious light. Hey, Freaky. Hey, Freaky Geek. It's not, yeah, isn't Blue Ridge a, uh, a national park? I'm not sure. Look it up. You got Google. <laughs> the Appalachian Mountains is in New York, down to Virginia. Or down to... I don't know where they stop. No, they go to, like, Kentucky or something. Can't get Google. Over right the Andronics run into the Appalachian. I know about 20 years ago, five guys that went out in Lake Ontario in a boat and they totally disappeared with no Really? Lake Ontario, I used to live by there. Can't believe the Blue Ridge Mountains. No. They're in Georgia. They're in Georgia. Yep. Try the... Well, we know the Rockies are over there. Brown Mountains are in Virginia. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, probably, Andy. Appalachians go from moonshine to meth labs. <laughs> That's, that's about right. Rocky Mountain National Park is uh, in Colorado. Yeah, somewhere in South Carolina, Mike. Yeah. And yeah, the missing 411. I know. I, I, I'm trying to think. I was reading about them. No, I was watching them on TV. Never mind. I'm like, I was just watching or reading Missing 411s, and then. So, yeah, I mean, it's wild. I wonder if there's, like, little mini vortexes. I mean, obviously. Might have a tornado to go through. Fingers crossed. Oh, damn, freaky geeks. That's not good. Be safe, hon. Did you read that, babe? Um, No, I mean Google. Oh, he's in Google. Well, it's not the Smoky Mountains, because they're in Tennessee, North Carolina. So yeah. it's got it's got to be the Rockies. Hey, just Jim. Lots. Okay, so it is Rocky Mountain National Park. All right, Jim. Jim came in and settled it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's freaky leaving. No, he might have a tornado to go through. So hopefully it dissipates. Hey, Jim. Can't even say that. So, I mean, all these little mini vortexes, I'm not flying anywhere no more. That's all there is to it. I'm just not flying anywhere. So good luck with that. Oh, snap. Yeah. Is it time for me too? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's the thing with vortexes. There's so much that go on there. But it's like I sit there and I wonder if, like, now I don't. I don't know what you guys' beliefs are, obviously, but, but like, thank you for the ice cream. I have no idea. I can't read it. I can't either. Summer. Oh, or Buffy. I could. I, <laughs> I couldn't see. It was so small. Thank you for the ice cream. I I was looking down. I was trying to look down at there, but I saw it in my chat. Thank you. Thank you for the ice cream. <laughs> I almost called you Ruthie for some reason. I don't know why. That's why I stuttered there for a minute. <laughs> uh, but um. So, yeah, I mean... Wow. Did you hear me? No. I said, I think I'm going to go lay down. Okay, baby. Guys, I apologize, but I am, like, very tired. Uh, I just got out of work, like, an hour ago, so... And I just have no energy. So... That's no problem, honey. I'll see you guys later. Don't shut up here. No, shutting up my chat. YouTube chat. Okay. You all right, baby? No. I love you. Okay, yeah, guys, he's like really, really tired. 
so he's kind of like out of it. <laughs> I mean, he's usually out of it anyway, but you know. What? I heard that. I said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, yeah, with all these different, like, little vortexes, like, it makes me think. Like, so there's, I don't know if you guys know about it or whatnot, but there's, uh, you know, beliefs that, like, Foth put up a grid right, around the world that keeps us safe from outside source. And, like, a lot of the theories is is that the grid's breaking down, but I'm wondering if, like, these triangles or these double gateways or whatnot, whatever you want to call them, is like the pillars. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, the pillars holding up the grid, and that's why there's so much like activity, phenomenon, you know, disappearances. If it's like, because you know me, I study everything. So it makes me think about things like that, you know, like what what stories are true, what stories aren't true. I don't know. I just sit there. Uh... <laughs> yes, he does. Bombay Duck, yes. He's tired. He's real tired. Oh, no. Did Restream stop working again? Of course. Why would it? Why would he want to know, Mama Kitten? Is anyone good at Earth and space science? It depends. (laughs) It depends. (laughs) What are you looking for? What Do you have a question or... We got a lot of smart people in here. I know. You see how he is, Jim? He said, oh, Jim's here. I got to go. No. (laughs) Just kidding. No. He's really. Today was. He worked an hour over a shift. and No, he didn't. I lied. But the truck was huge. So. Probably, Andy. He probably did sabotage it. (laughs) Yeah, he's a freaky geek and Jim coming into the room at once. Holy shit, I'm out. (laughs) So when it comes to spirits, I don't know if you got, like, I know we have our paranormal investigators. All you guys are are so smart when it comes to stuff like this. And, like, I want to get your thoughts. Like, I mean, because there is, like, a a list of what spirits could be. Are they, like, are dearly departed? Is it, you know, a malfunction of the mind or a hallucination? Or is it even elementals or divas or, or gins? You know what I mean? Like, or do you think it's all of the above? Me, I personally, I think it's all of the above. Okay. All right, Beth, no worries. <laughs> I can see him thinking that with me and Andy. That's true. That's true. 
<laughs> Andy, I feel insulted that I didn't contribute to Eddie doing a runner. <laughs> Heather, you think it's all of the above? Yeah, I think so too. I think it's all of the above that definitely can be our relative. Yes, yeah, Jim, I agree. Um, that's what I think. I believe that, like, when it comes to spirits or, or phenomenon, um, whether it be paranormal or not, <laughs> sometimes, um, like, in my mind, elementals just don't mess with us. I mean, they do like silks in the sky cleaning the air or, you know what I mean? Um, fairies and, and I think Bigfoot's even an elemental um, watching over our forests and all that stuff. Um, but I don't think they really mean to, if they do interact, it's not, it's by accident. Like we run into them. They try to stay out of the way. You know what I mean? Like I, I really feel like elementals are just doing their thing. They really... I know I've said before that they really don't care about us. They do, but they don't. Um, but elementals to me in my world, and you know how I feel about it. Everybody makes their own world that they live in. Um, elementals to me are just here to take care of the earth and take care of what needs to be taken care of. And, you know, but then, again, I'm on a crossroads because I do have a, a dragon protector, which is a fire elemental. So I don't, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think some of us we can talk to, like Danny's astro is an elemental. You know what I mean? I don't know what type of elemental, but so it kind of, I go back and forth with myself when it comes to stuff like that. Here's my issues with ghosts. All life has spirit, soul. Then when we are all spirits, creation from Earth, Earth had life through now, would be so overcrowded. That's true. That's very true. Hello, Narca. Planet Narca. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Welcome. I believe the elementals choose who they interact with. Yeah, that could be Jim. See, but that's where I'm I'm like um I'm at a crossroads. Hey Paranormal Circle, how are you? Did you, Jim? Yeah, it's just one of those things where I don't know, I'm at a crossroads when it comes to stuff like that. Cause I believe it's not that they don't care about us, they just basically do their own thing. They know what their job is and they do it. Do you know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. With spirits, I think I understand what you're saying, Andy, but we're not human in human form when we're spirits. We're just balls of energy, at least from my understanding. Um, like orbs, basically. Right, Jim, like if I'm really nervous about something, like if I'm dealing with something that I really don't feel uncomfortable or feel comfortable around spirit-wise, I will call my dragon. He's really, you know. But, um, hey, Beth, there she is. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you wave. I'm sorry. Hey, wave back to you. 
but it's yeah it's definitely one of the things where i have to be very nervous and that's very that's unlike me it's very unlike me to call him um just for the simple fact that my guides are real strong as well so i i don't worry about that true patrick haunting but like a tape yeah playing over and over again i believe that too as well i feel well everywhere we just think about it i mean everywhere we touch we're leaving an imprint you know what i mean we're leaving an imprint of our energy especially if something traumatic or that energy, like I'm a very emotional person. You wouldn't think that, but I am. Um, not sensitivity. Well, I am highly sensitive, but um, like when something emotional really happens, it's got to be really big to affect me. So I can imagine that imprint, you know, like somebody, a relative passing away or or, you know, something going on, excited about my kids graduating, or do you know what I mean? We leave an imprint. I think my guides have problems. One wears a straight jacket, the other one has a <laughs> That's my, yeah, my guides are just like, my guides are, my guides can be, they're like my, that's why I, think it's my higher self they're like they can be assholes <laughs> they really can um residual hauntings yeah and i think that's where the imprints come from when something's played over in a loop um but there's also like when i did the story on the glimmer man I wasn't expecting to find that the djinn had that. And if you don't know about the Glimmer Man, the Glimmer Man is a, don't know if to call it a spirit, a paranormal haunting, or even a cryptid haunting, because it's in the shape of a person, but you can see through it. And so, like, the djinn, apparently use that method of camouflage, which I didn't know. Um, so would that be, I mean, I consider gin almost up there with elementals. They're not elementals to me, but they're like close. They're strong. Right, exactly, Patrick. Imprints can be left in granite, wood, water. Yeah, all over the place. I think shadow form of spirits and shadow people are different class than regular spirits of our relatives. I agree, Jim. Crystals can come. Yes, definitely. Definitely. What about guardian angels? Do you think that they are loved ones who have died? I don't. To me, any form of angel is never have, has never been human. That's just my take. To you, Definitely. I mean, if that's what you believe, Heather, then nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, but when it comes to guardian angels or spirit guides or anything of the angel persona, I guess, 
Um, I, I do not believe that they have ever lived as human on this earth. That's just me, though. But yeah, shadow people, shadow people, I, I don't see, that's what's so hard for me. It's because I've never had, like, people have had negative experiences with ghosts, spirits, shadow people. I've never had a bad experience. And, you know, I've been studying the paranormal for a very, very long time, even though I take 10 years off because I did take a hiatus. Um, but researching and, like, really delving into more than most people delve into. And I've never had a bad experience, negative experience, anyway. I've had bad experiences, yes, but not like negative come at me type experiences. So it's hard for me um, to think of if that, hey, Scott, how you doing? Welcome, welcome. That's right, Andy, I did. <laughs> I think, okay, I want to get, I want to scroll and make sure I didn't. How about if I meant number of souls with spirits are simply waiting to retain? But see, the thing of it is with me, Andy, when it comes to thinking about stuff like that, spirit-wise, um, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. It's a different... It's almost like... It's, let me put it this way. Like, when I had my near-death experience, I wasn't... I didn't... Well, I shouldn't say my near-death experience, my astral travel. We were out in the universe. It wasn't, we have this vast universe that we, like, at least in my experience, it's a totally different thing than being trapped here on Earth. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you're in spirit, why they choose to be here, I don't freaking know. <laughs> but it's like you're in a different zone is all I can you're free to go anywhere not just here on earth but anywhere and you're all knowing if that makes sense myself and three other people had a full conversation with shadow person of a cowboy at a lodge one night oh wow Jim that's awesome that's awesome Indicate your cauldron. Eddie don't have a cauldron. I've had many. <laughs> You're very welcome. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Eddie's not here. Usually he's my co-host. Chaos awaits. But he's had a long night last night working. So he had to go to, go to bed. But I don't like to study... And I know most people in this tribe, I, I call you guys my tribe, are like that. Like, you just don't, paranormal, the ones who are paranormal people, um, research a lot more than most, if that makes sense. 
I don't think so either, but I think that our loved ones look out for us though. Oh yeah, definitely. I agree with that, Heather. Sorry guys. One of these chats is not working, so I'm trying to keep up with all the chats on my LBS. Hey Jackie Sushi over in Trevo, how are you? Um because of course you know how the chat works when it comes to Exactly, Patrick. You know what I mean? It's like you, I don't know. I research it for different, like, I mean, I want to find out, yes, who is around, obviously. Um, But I also have that scientific of why, why, why does this happen? Who does it happen to? Why do some people stay and some people don't? You know what I mean? That I mean, we all question that, but I'm not special when it comes to stuff like that. But um, I just feel like there's, it's like putting together a puzzle. You know what I mean? I have to know how things work. <laughs> Shut up, Andy, you're an ass. <laughs> You're getting rounder, Freaky Geek? I'm getting rounder, believe me. Wow, that's wild, Heather. I had something weird happen yesterday. I woke up and there was a penny in the middle of the floor. We don't have pennies here in Canada anymore. That's very wild. Pennies from heaven. As, you know, it, it's what you believe. My... My co-worker, Alex, he believes that. He finds pennies all over the place, and he just leaves them there. Not leaves them there. Like, he'll pick them up off the floor and put them on, like, our wall has, you know, borders. And he'll put them on and leave them there on the border. That's wild. So, yeah, like learning different things when it came to, I was exceptionally surprised about the gin and the Glimmer Man. Um, but I love learning about stuff like that. Oh, it could be, Heather. Yep, I think it was my best friend who passed away two months ago. Yes, exactly, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, so do I. I also, being a former police officer, I look for the hard evidence. I don't take everything as supernatural. Yeah, I definitely um, can't say that. Well, not that I know of, Jim. I mean, I've had it. I'm so used to you. have to <laughs> Jim, you'd probably understand this. When you're a witch, you're surrounded by spirit all the time. Whether it be higher-up spirits or angels, or whether it be, you know, gods and goddesses, whether it be God or Jesus, um, depending on whatever, you know, religion you, you choose to focus on. So it's like, it's like with my kids. When people are talking about paranormal or anything spooky or witchy, 
they're so used to it because that's their norm. Do you know what I mean? Like us, it was nothing to walk into our house with my kids and see my altar and all my stones and my herbs and whatever else I had there, my crystal ball. You know what I mean? So it was the norm to them. Um, just like, and that's when, when stuff happens around the house, I'm just like, so that just happened. And it's like no big deal, but to other people, they'd be like, what the hell? If that makes sense. So it's hard for me to relate to somebody that, um, well, I wouldn't say it's hard to relate. I guess, I don't know. It's just the norm for me. I never heard of the glimmer man until now, so I looked it up. I know. That is hard to study, Beth. It is very hard to find something. You have to, like, go through a million searches. Like, try glimmer. Um, I'm trying to think of what I use. Try glimmer man supernatural. Supernatural. Glimmer man paranormal. Glimmer man cryptozoology. I mean, <laughs> it is a very hard subject. I know, because I did a whole video on it, and it's a very hard subject to study because get the damn movie. I'm so sick of seeing Steven Seagal's face. It's not even funny. <laughs> I think, uh, let me make sure I didn't miss anybody. I watched two movies, one and two, in the right order from 1966 called Giant Jim. Oh, really, Freaky Geek? Yeah, exactly, Jim, it is. Yeah, it's another day for us when things happen. All right, Andy, hurry back. Um... Yeah, so, well, and the thing of it is, too, is I used the computer downstairs to research when I was doing Glimmer Man, and Steven Seagal used to live here in Valdez, him and his wife and his kids, and so <laughs> that made it even harder, you know, I'm like, what the hell? Um, a spirit box called you a witch, does that count? <laughs> Yeah, I, I sit there and, you know, that's why I say I'm the bitchy witchy. I think that's still on my profile on Facebook somewhere. I said it the first, like, when Facebook was first around. Who is the Glimmer Man? The Glimmer Man is basically the spirit you ever see or you ever hear about people talk about spirits that they can see through. Hold on, let me pick. I, I know damn well I have a picture from when I was doing research. Maybe, hopefully. I still have a picture somewhere. No, not those. Maybe it's still on my computer. Hopefully. Excuse me. No, see, now I'm getting a stupid movie. There we go. 
Here you go, Patrick. This is what kind of, maybe, hold on. Let me get, <laughs> share my screen. That's the glimmer man. But a lot of people have had sightings with him. And apparently, like the gym, that's what they used to do. All right, Jim. Yeah, like Predator. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about that reference. I was like, duh. Hurry back, Jim. Hey, Scoots. Freaky Geek, we were looking at the picture of um, the Glimmer Man, what people call the Glimmer Man, paranormal-wise, at least. Right, but people actually see that Freaky Geek out in, in the world. Yeah. It was it was hard to, hard to uh, research it, I'm telling you. It was hard. Well, it was easy once I found out the right words to use, but I had to go through, instead of seeing that stupid movie... <laughs> yes, there was no, he was living he moved away um before I we moved here. So yeah, no, I didn't meet him. The only person I've ever met, well Eddie actually met, I didn't bother, um, was the guy from Rubber Monsters. Did I use English words? Yes, I used English words. <laughs> the bot's messing you up? Why? What's it doing? Beth. <laughs> that is a cute doggy. Oh, is it working again? Okay. Hey, it came back into focus. So, yeah, I mean, what do you guys think about, you ever buy, and this is weird. Hey, Alyssa, how are you, hon? Welcome. Something, yeah, it's alien now. Yes, yes. I think everything's alien. I'm just going to go for it and say it. Everything is freaking alien. I'm telling you. I think it's just different ways that they tried to contact us. I sometimes think that. I'm serious. <laughs> Other times, not so much. My brain, like, tries to, you know, switch me out of thinking that way. But not really freaky central up here scoop <laughs> I mean we have weird yes it is weird but 
a lot of it, people don't realize, a lot of the freakiness in Alaska is that there's bears, people, there's bears. Don't try to take selfies with bears. That's true, Heather, you never know. You never know. I'm telling you. Watch the movie Blue World Order. Kind of scary how it seems like. Oh, are you talking about New World Order? Yeah, I've seen that. I have that. I bought that. I buy I I watch a lot of those movies. Freaky Geek. I watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, restreams work. Oh, no, it's not. Did it stop again? Oh, okay. Hey, Cassie, how are you? You're never in the center of much. I'm just making sure, like, uh, is Nicole in here? Hey, through the veil. I think, Patrick, I think that was because she's my stream boss on YouTube. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm the same way, Freaky Geek. I'm so late to the game when it comes to movies like that. It's not even funny. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I mean, there's a lot of movies that. Yeah, that's a bad mistake, Scoop. Trying to ignore your psychic side. That's a bad mistake. I just. Oh, no, it's okay, Patrick. Don't apologize. You're not. It's not your bad. A lot of people do it. A lot of people say hi to Restream Bot. He's well loved. It's okay. Except when he's not working, then I want to kill him. But no. <laughs> um what was I gonna say? Yeah, it does sneak up on you, Scoop. It does. Project Power. Hmm. I'm not sure that is it a newer movie or an older movie for Yee? Right? Mine too, Skook. I have to say, Bot is my fave AI. That is true. <laughs> this year's movie? Hmm. Well... I will have to. Oh, yeah, there it is. I will have to. I will have to watch that. That sounds really interesting. I love movies, but I hate when it says the scary Well, see, my problem is, Heather, when it comes to scary movies, I like scary movies like 13 Ghosts. That's my favorite scariest movie, scary movie. Or hot. We were talking about that last night, House on the ha- on Haunted Hill, the old and new versions, and um, The Haunting. Those, the remake and the old version. I'm a big Vincent Price. I like those kind of scary movies, the, the make you think, you know what I mean, the psychological thriller. Um, I don't like jump scares. I hate jump scares. That's why I get pissed when I'm watching Amazon 
crime documentaries and that, and it's supposed to be a ghost hunt, but it's not a ghost hunt, and they scare you and shit. I, I freaking hate, I get so pissed. Like, you know how guys throw remotes at the, at the TV with uh, football season? Yeah, I throw remotes at the TV because of that shit. I hate it. I get pissed. <laughs> Now, if I know it's coming, like if I'm watching like Paranormal Activity, I saw the the trailer. Who didn't? Right when it first came out, so I knew what was going to happen and stuff. Um, so that really didn't scare me. Yes, Jim. Let me tell you, I have one video game, Haunted Memories. That's the I've had that game for like ever in a day. I think it was my first PC game that I bought. That shit scares me to death. I still haven't finished the game because it scares me so much. I won't play Five Nights at Freddy's. I love watching people play Five Nights at Freddy's, but I won't play it myself. <laughs> Maybe I should. See, I like, Nicole, I like the psychological part of it. Like, I get scared when scary movies, I, I get scared of unnatural things. No, they're not. Thank you for the follow, Dirty Self Paranormal. Thank you for the sub. I appreciate it. Welcome. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, like unnatural things scare me. Like when even when you're watching a ghost show, a ghosty show, and they're showing like the creepers, you know, the the little shadow guys that walk on. That unnerves me for some reason. The Changeling. Oh, that was a good movie, too. We discussed that the other day, I think. Somebody brought it up. Patrick, was it you? I'm not sure. But that's a good movie, too. Yeah. Yes, The Haunting from 1950s. Black and white. Yes. Vincent Price, man. Love that guy. Same with House on Haunted Hill. I love those two movies. The old version and the new version. I think the remake did. Really? I never got into Carrie. I never. I'm sorry. I know. (laughs) Yes. When you know. Yes. You're right, Heather. When the music changes, something's going to happen. I'll never forget because my son. Well, you guys. Most of you guys know Ryan, Mr. Minkster. I'll, I'll never forget because my son loves horror movies. He always has. His favorite movie from the age of five was like It, the original. Right, I have strange kids. They're used to this stuff. I'm telling you, that's why it never bothered me. Um, it never bothered me that they watched horror movies or whatnot. But anyway, it was so funny because my son hardly ever gets scared at anything. And when we were watching Paranormal Activity, and you know how when when you can hear the footsteps coming up the the stairs, I looked over at him on the couch and. He's got his blanket pulled up. <laughs> if he's in here, he's going to kill me. He'll be like, ha! Ah! <laughs> pulled up to his eyes. Wait, and that's the first time I've ever seen him, like, nervous from a movie. I will say, I think that's what started me on hating jump scares. Was seeing Friday, or not Friday the 13th, but um, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think the third one, 
in a movie theater. I don't like, like, I won't jump scare it or I'll jump scare at home and it'll be fine. But I don't like being around. I don't like showing my weaknesses. <laughs> right. So being in a um, movie theater, like the first movie, the first horror movie I did see in a movie theater was House. I don't know if you guys remember that. I always remember the um, the movie poster is a skeleton pushing the doorbell. That was my first ever scare. I think I was like 12 or 13 when that first came out in a movie theater. Mountain Monsters. Really, Jim? Mountain Monsters? Really? <laughs> yeah, I know. that. Just, that they did a really good job with that. That does give you that creepy effect. I'm not going to lie. The Nun. I'm not, I haven't seen those movies, Scott. The Ring. I've never seen that because I know I'd get freaked out. I don't like things coming up to the screen. That ain't cool. I haven't watched American Horror. Or, yeah, American Ghost Story. American Horror. Not American Ghost Story. Um... American Ghost Story, is that the one with Chad Kalick? About his mom? Is that what it's called? No, I'm not. Okay. Maybe not. No. Is it the old movie or the new movie? I I basically, what the hell was I? Oh, scary movie. That's how I learned about the ring. <laughs> what went on in the movie. Insidious, I've never seen. My, my daughter... Yuri, the one that comes in here, my 13-year-old, she she loves that movie. She said the second one wasn't scary. <laughs> Raising my kids right. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to take that chance that it, the ring wasn't scary. I wasn't even going to take that chance of being scared. Sinister. I don't think I've ever seen that. Honestly. See, I don't watch horror movies. I mean, I do, but I don't. When I was younger, I did. I lived on Nightmare on the Elm Street. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Ever since that night, I told you guys that I was watching Fear and freaking my next door night. My was my best friend's husband scared the shit out of me. I won't watch anything in the dark anymore. I know she watched, I believe it was the second one she said it wasn't scary. I didn't know there was four already. Holy shit, didn't they just come out? That's crazy. 
So, all right, what do you guys think about human mysteries, like spontaneous human combustion? What the hell do you think that is? Is you think it's chemicals like mixing that aren't supposed to mix in our body? That's true, Patrick. <laughs> the scariest part of the ring was the price of admission. That is so true. Scream, yeah. My cousin lived near a um, Elm Street. Too much pizza. Too much that could be. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's, you know, I don't know. I think that, that it's real. You know, that used to scare me more than sinkholes. If anybody knows, I've, I've said it before, sinkholes are my number one scariest thing in the world. I'm so scared of sinkholes. Like, I'm doing construction out there. The way some of the trucks sit in that, I'm like, oh my god, it's going to be a sinkhole. They're the whole the whole hotel is going to go down in a sinkhole. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know it's you know probably not going to happen. Knock on wood that it don't happen. Um, but that shit scares me. The second thing is, he's, I remember hearing about spontaneous human combustion when I was like 16, and it scared the hell out of me. So what do you guys think about an internal fart? There you go. I, that's not my question. I was reading. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> the devil forcing its way through you? Ooh, could be. That's a good one. I've seen that crime science. Exact pictures where a body was burned to a crisp with the chair. It was in a shoe. Yep. In the rest of the room. Not touched with sudden fires. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I can imagine, Heather. I'd be a little freaked out, too. <laughs> I know. She did, too. She got me to say it out loud. <laughs> That's funny. I love you guys. Thank you. I feel the love. <laughs> I feel the love. So what do you guys think about reverse speech? Is there a hidden message or hidden meaning in what we say if we say it backwards? If the devil, then I'll just add more garlic to the pizza. There you go, Jim. <laughs> My town when the movie Nightmare Elm Street came out on the RC on the TV. That I called it Elm Street. Oh hell no, Patrick. Hell no. I'm not saying that one, Heather. She did get me good. She really did. <laughs> That's not right. Yeah, like, yeah, like listening to a record in reverse. Like, I mean, some, it's been out there, like, that some of our, you know, songs have a reverse meaning. Um... I mean, it's not like we talk backwards, but I mean, if we were to listen to ourselves talk backwards, I don't know. Hearing records in reverse creeped me the fuck out. I'm not going to lie. Excuse my language. <laughs> Good try, Heather. Hidden messages. Yeah, but I mean, like, even our in our speech today, right, 
say we're saying something normal and we record ourselves and we play it in reverse. It'd be wild if there was messages in there. Wow, we should I should try that. That's a good experiment. Right? After the magnet one. I can only do one experiment at a, at a time. That would be wild. If we were like at far higher ups. See, this is where my brain gets going, guys. This is what happens to me. Like if we're talking, just normal talk, right? In our higher up, our higher brain, our higher self, whatever you want to call it, is trying to get a message to us. That's true, Skook. But wouldn't that be wild? They found an empty house. The owner was on vacation. The lights were on and were radio blare. That's wild, Patrick. That's creepy. Paradoia of the year. Yeah, no doubt. It, it definitely could be. The gate? Ooh, that sounds good, freaky geek. Yeah. I get that, Skook. But you never know. You never know, right? I mean, that would be... Oh, I thought... that's. I didn't realize that <laughs> the stream loots thing came up on DLive and I, all I saw was want me or chaos to do and I'm like somebody's asking do I want chaos to do it or me to do it I would do it because chaos yeah I can imagine what he said backward the gate I will have to look that up I mean one of my favorite movies is the ninth gate with Johnny Depp What about speaking in tongues? Do you believe that's real? Or the people that go into comas and come out and they're speaking another language that they don't know about? No, Johnny Duff's movie is the ninth gate. Stigmata, that was, I watched it once and I can't for the life of me bring myself to watch it again. But yes, yeah, Stigmata was a good one. Did you hear about the woman They bought a cemetery gate and wondered? Why our house became haunted? No. I didn't know about that, Heather. I mean, really. Might be past life. Good, yeah, Skook, it could be. Well, maybe Skook. <laughs> no. <laughs> that could That could be, you know. Yeah, Stigmata was good. There was also a movie that I watched when I was younger, and I can't remember. It was about the nun that got pregnant. Yes, there's records of people coming out of coma that spoke tongues in tongues. Yeah, exactly. So I had to look this up. Dermography right? 
I didn't realize that there was a word for it. Do you know, like in um, it's the most famous freaking movie in the world, scary movie. Oh my god, really? Um, Linda Blair. I keep wanting to say poltergeist. It's not poltergeist. The Exorcist. Oh my god. So how the skin it writes on the skin, the demon writes on the, the devil writes on their skin. That's dermography. Who the hell knew that? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, dermography is uh, it's dermatographia, which is called skin writing. Refers to a condition in which seemingly minor scratches turn into temporary but significant reactions. Yes, the exorcist. (laughs) My mind went freaking blank. But how weird is that? I didn't know it was a thing. I mean, I knew it was a thing, but I didn't know it was a thing. You know what I mean? Who knew that? I didn't. I sure the hell didn't know that. So I'm just get, like asking these questions to get the feel of you guys. You know, obviously I got, I mean, I know you guys pretty well. I'm, I'm glad to say that. And I hope you guys know me very well. Um, yes. I heard about that, Patrick. One that I heard was a person that spoke in ancient Latin that is neither spoken. Yeah. Well, the guy, um, what is it? The guy, um, the guy from Terman. That story that I wrote that, um, no, I didn't write it. I mean, I read it. Um, that he ended up, he said he was going to this place that never existed on the U.S. map, or uh, not on the U.S. map, but the world map. And he spoke a different language that's not, stuff like that, that's creepy, that's weird. It's not creepy, but it's very weird. So do you guys believe in aura photographs? Getting the photograph over your aura? I want to get one of those cameras just to see. Need to get ready for our live. Thank you so much, Scott. I appreciate you coming back or coming out to hang out with us. I really do. It was great seeing you. I appreciate it so much. And have a good live. I'll probably stop in. I might stop in. It depends. I got to smoke after my live, though. (laughs) I got to have a cigarette after. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking, Scoop. Because, like, my aura, like, I look at the aura as, like, an extension of energy. So, like, if I'm feeling... Over, I don't know. I, I I just feel like when I like think about even just what's in the fridge, right? I feel like my aura starts to go like that way. Wherever you're focused, if that sounds, if that 
makes any sense to you. It's hard to explain, but I believe our aura grows and retracts and the different colors come into, like you said, with the moods. They're like mood rings. You know, what's balanced? What's not balanced? What today is the later birthday? Yeah, that's cool, Patrick. That's wicked cool. Yeah, your energy goes where your attention goes. Thank you. See, I'm so glad I have you guys to <laughs> speak out my brain. <laughs> I don't believe that, Jim. That could be that could be um a block too. It might be if you're very shielded. You could be strong enough to put your aura black just to shield. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not really black, but to other people who are trying to see it, it's black to them. It's just like, it's kind of like, Heather, with that, um, okay, Freaky Geek, with that, to me, the way mood rings work, to me, it's just how hot or cold your skin is. It's kind of like those Barbie dolls that you put water on their hair and it changes color. I mean, I could be wrong. They could be, ooh, they could be, you know, but <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, Jim, is that you just have high enough blocks that other people perceive your aura as black. It's not really black. You're just protecting yourself. I can sometimes see aura. If I really, if I really concentrate, like I see more auras on um, trees and leaves and stuff like that than I will a person. Or at least I can see their energy field. We all have every gift in the book, Jim. Every gift. We all have it. It's just opening it up. Uh, That's my belief anyway. I believe we all have the gift to see spirit, I hear. I believe we all have the gift to hear spirit. It's just what we're ready to open up at any given time. And that's just my witchiness coming out in me. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. (laughs) So by location, do you guys believe in like people can by locate, like be in two places at once, kind of like, um, what um Shannon Doherty's what the hell was her name on charm? Piper Page. The hell was her name on charm? But like she could astral travel, but it'd be two solid people. Yeah, Heather, just something needs to trigger it. Yeah. Are you really, a lot of, you know what I wish? I wish the world would understand, not Phoebe, 
prove, that's right, thank you, how she could astro travel, but she'd be solid in both places. Do you think that's possible? Um, what I really wish everybody would understand, honestly, and I truly to where I feel like um, really strong about this, like where I almost, I get emotional. I wish um, people would understand how powerful they are. Each and every one of you guys are so freaking powerful. We're all powerful beings. And to get to that level of belief is hard. I'm still not there, obviously. But, or I'd have the world, right? It's not really what I want, but... <laughs> um, just so powerful. And I have so many gifts. And just believing in yourself that you can do whatever. It's kind of like, and I use this reference lightly, not, well, I don't use it lightly, but I use it as a reference, I guess. Um, and I wish Eddie was here because I can't remember the guy's name who did it. But we know Jesus walked on water. Right? Well, we don't know Jesus walked. You know what I'm saying. In the Bible, Jesus walked on water, but there was another guy that walked on water, and I can't think, was it Sam? I don't know. But he walked on water, right, until he looked away from Jesus. But he believed so much that he could, and for those few little steps, that he could walk on water. That he did it. Do you know what I'm saying? I have the belief that we can walk on water if we truly, and I'm drooling with that beautiful myth, if we truly believe in ourselves, we could do anything. Not hurtful wise, do you know what I mean? But I just, I really feel that way. I kind of weird that my new stats, statues aren't going to be here until October. Really? I think so. Same as telekinesis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? You mean astral travel? Telekinesis is moving things with your mind. Excuse me. Excuse me. Coffee. Coffee burps. Um, yeah, I love Charm, too. I used to have the whole box set. Then I moved. Um, <laughs> uh, welcome back, Freaky Geek. Yeah, I, I totally get that, Jim. Yeah. That's what, and I think the same thing when it comes to stuff like that. I think, um, I think everything, I'm the type of believer that believes everything happens for a reason. There's a reason, even though it's some of it heartbreaking. It's something we need to go through for others to have, for other things to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I believe people can do my, my, um, well, she's not my best friend anymore, but she was my best friend. I remember her, <laughs> like, I'm her only, like, witchy friend. She doesn't know anybody else's, <laughs> that's a witch or anything like that. So she, she, um, I remember her calling me frantic one night, just frantic because she was talking about gifts and, and you know what I mean? <laughs> 
and uh, apparently she had, with her mind, made this flower in her vase move. And I mean, she was freaking out. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do <laughs> And, uh, you know, she freaked herself out. And I mean, I think we set that up for geek. I think we are so in tune with everything happening in threes that it'll happen in threes because we believe it'll happen in threes, if that makes sense. Like, I believe that um, true, Heather, it's lessons. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think they're all lessons. I think it's just we need to let a lot of it when it's heartbreaking is we got to let a lot of negativity go so the good can come in, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I really think we manifest that freaky geek just because of the fact that we are taught that everything happens in threes. I mean, no matter what age we are, we've all heard that everything happens in threes, right? So we kind of manifest that bad things happen in threes. It's like, oh, something bad happened. Well, two more things are going to happen bad. Come on, manifest in the universe. It's like, oh, is that what you want? Okay. <laughs> Hurry back, Jim. But I remember, yeah, my best friend freaked, at the time, she freaked out. She's like, I don't want to. That scared the hell out of me. Why did it do it? I'm like, you, because you made it do it. I don't want to make it do it. It was, it was hilarious. But something like that really freaked her out because she's not used to that way of thinking. Do you know what I mean? So, well, I'm not like that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I hear you. I don't need more crap either. But we subconsciously, I think, do it to ourselves. All right, what about levitation? Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Did you guys play that game when you were little? I did. I know I did, but I can't remember the results. I don't think anything happened, but I'm not sure. I've seen things happen in dreams when they run away. They happen for real. I can understand that, Heather. Premonitions, definitely. It's not unheard of. For you, your mother was a big, yeah. You never tried it? I tried it when I, I of course, it's me. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I can't remember for real. Like, I can't remember what happened. I know I've played it. We played it because me and my friends were morbid like that. I think it's possible to levitate as well. Um, I haven't gotten to that stage yet. And if I ever did, it probably would be scary as hell. I'm not going to lie. Yes, it did. Freaky geek. Heather's over here talking to us. And you can't even see her. Oh, well, now you can see her because you're in DP Live. <laughs> but yes, Reese Reese. 
<laughs> stopped again. I hear you, Jim. I'm going to start throwing hot foot powder at people if they don't stop driving by all the time. <laughs> stop them in their tracks, damn it. <laughs> I hear you. I can understand that. It's like, God, don't you know I'm trying to do something here? <laughs> now, we've discussed this before, but about doppelgangers. What do you guys think? <laughs> hot foot powder it's it's a a lot of people use it for spell work it's supposed to stop you in your tracks stop the person you're putting a spell on in their tracks so they stop bothering you i mean some people use it for other things as well but I'm having iced coffee and hanging with my peeps. God, I can't bless them. Right? I hear you. I hear you. I'm having not iced coffee, but it, well, I mean, it's cold enough to be. <laughs> Which I don't mind cold coffee, so it's, it's all good. That's right. Thanks. Now, Scoop, thank you. Now I have um, Bette Midler's voice in my head. <laughs> I had a friend a few times where she saw me and I wasn't. There, I was four hours away. Yeah, I've done money stories on doppelgangers. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. I think my way of thinking about doppelgangers, and I've said this before, and you guys have heard, Sid's over there mooning. <laughs> I missed too much today, Vian. Oh. Um, my way of thinking with doppelgangers is that we're, I, I, I'm like one of them ones that, uh, believe in doppelgangers i believe that they're not evil or they're not gonna when you well i don't know i don't know about the whole if you see them you're gonna die but i think there's a reason for that is because i'm the whole i i believe in the whole vibration thing when you vibrate up and vibrate down um and so like you're going to different timelines we're all going in timelines at all the same time okay we're vibrating up if we're good and if we're in negativity we're vibrating down that to the timelines and whatever happens in the end of the timeline is obviously when we die but um so like i think we're especially now with the, a whole big shift happening um i said shift not shit freaky geek um <laughs> i think a lot of us are are going back and forth, up and down in the vibration and in our timelines. And I think that's why a lot more people are seeing doppelgangers is because of the fact that we're switching so fast through the timelines right now because of this big shift. Um, that's why we're hearing a lot more of them, if that makes sense. see them but others around us see them and interact without knowing yes yes <laughs> see how you are <laughs> i went to school with two girls that looked like me we we're always mistaken for each other yes i had a 
twin in school as well. She was a couple years older than me, I believe. But, um, yeah, everybody said she was my doppelganger. Or I was her. I agree with that, Heather. The veil is thinning. There's, I, I mean, I don't know what's going on. I just know that there's major energy and a, ma a major shift. Like, I, I look at the world as a whole, um, the people as a whole. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it's hard to explain, really. Um, I just, and I, I hate the word awakening. I really do. I don't like using that word a lot. I don't use, like, word using that word at all. But um, I just, thank you so much for the lemon, freaky geek. Um, but a lot of people, I, something weird, some weird, strange energy is going on. That's all I can say is there's some weird, strange energy. You know what I mean? At least that's what you can learn from a movie. You can learn a lot without knowing from a movie. You can, you can, just because you have people like Steven Spielberg, Spielberg and, and, um, who's the other one? My brain is just not working today. Um, who said I'm Majestic 12 and knows all about the aliens. I like the guy who lip syncs it. Who's lip syncs it? What are we talking about? Did I totally miss something? Yeah, something is definitely going on. Um, I'm not sure, Heather. I'm not sure. I think this, I think it was all, it's been a while that it's been going on. Do you know what I mean? It's not just this year. It's It's been a couple of years that the shift has been going on. Um, I really feel that. And I really feel people are, I really feel like people are, I mean, they're not, oh my God, how do I explain this? I don't know, it's just something weird. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, Patrick. But I think it has to do with, it's been happening for a while. No, I don't, I mean, it could be. Thank you for the lemon, hon. Thank you. It's like the past and future is changing in front of us. Yes. Yes. Things are coming out like crazy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, freaky geek. I'm also, I'm almost tempted to really say that maybe we did die in 2012. Like we were supposed to. And we just came back. You know what I mean? Like nothing happened. But something's triggering us to. I mean. I, I don't know. Is that what it is? Scoot? You put a spell on us? Damn it. If that like makes sense. I mean. Yeah. Or that 2K thing. That was 2000. 
It could be. I mean, something went screwy somewhere is all I can really feel. Is something went screwy somewhere. What's that, Scoot? I mean, I know, obviously, I know it's a YouTube video. <laughs> oh, does I put a spell on you? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I really do feel like, uh, because it's restrained. Re why does it look like it posted a lot? I see it just once in each one. How many times did you see it, Patrick? Yeah. They really did, Heather. Well, my dad always said Florida was going to get New York weather and New York was going to get Florida weather. So, you know what I mean? I think Earth has been changing in fact it's been as the sun and moon are rising and setting in different... I know for you. That's what I'm saying. It's weird shit like that that's happening that makes you think like something freaky is either we're in the midst of it or it's already happening or it already happened and we're seeing the effects from it. If that makes sense. Is that when you were born, Skook? Is that what happened? Did you do this to all of us, Skook? No, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really feel. Did we lose you again, Patrick? I think we did. See, who knows? I mean, we can, what? Oh. Who knows? We could have screwed up, screwed up, like when they shot a nuke at the moon, screwed up our balance and had to restart again. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities that we, how many times the government could have basically, for a lack of a better term, fucked us. And killed us all. Do you know what I'm saying? And then just kept going like nothing, nothing happened. You know what I mean? Fracture. Yeah, could have been the nukes in Japan that started fracturing and trying like, yeah. I mean, all I know, like I said, is that. I feel like we're either in the middle of something going on or something. I, I, I'm almost leaning towards that something happened in our past and we're now seeing the effects from it. Like maybe I'm not going to scoop. That's a copyright. I can't do that. Um, I don't want to, I get copyright claims as it is. I got like 1500 of them. I don't need a copyright strike. <laughs> but thank you, though. Um, 
uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I just, I'm really leaning towards something happened in our past, like 2012 or 2000, even Y2K, to where we're feeling the effects of it. Yeah, Jim, that's what I'm feeling. Like something happened. I know it does. It's a funny video. It, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it would be a strong enough shockwave. Yeah. The lab is very tidy. <laughs> Exactly. Something like that, Scoop. Yeah, I really, I really believe that something like, I'm really starting to believe, I should say, that something really happened like that. Oh, no, Patrick. I'm sorry, hon. It's just, it's crazy to me. It really does. Because I really feel like we're getting the after effects. Like the, the sun and the moon rising in different spots. Is, that's not right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's something like worldly. Not even worldly. Like universally. Something's fucked up. Even like the Mandela effect. Like I remember when we were little. The biggest one that screws with me the most. Isn't even the Fruit Loops one where it flip flopped in one year, in a month time. Um, the biggest one for me is, and it creeps me out big time, is when I remember when we were little, or at least when I was little, seeing the universe, the you are here, you know, the earth, where the earth was. We were on the outer arm of the Milky Way. We were out on the outer arm of that Milky Way. Now we're in the second ring. Eddie's talking in his sleep, I think. Did I wake you up, honey? He's talking in his sleep. So, I mean, yes, the Milky Way has arms. It's kind of like the final battle in Charmed. Yeah, Jim, I really feel that way. It's weird. I just, I, it's very weird to me. Excuse me. I don't know. Do you, am I, do you remember, oh, now we're even farther. According to this, we're even farther. What the hell? See? Do you guys remember? No, I don't want that. Open image. Open image. Hold on. Let me share the screen. Hold on.
can you guys hear me when I'm not on screen? I don't even know. I probably was sitting there talking to myself. How does that happen now, guys? How do we move like that? No, it, it, no I was talking to myself. That's lovely. <laughs> but how does that happen? It is. It's because I took myself out of the spotlight. So I'm getting used to this whole restream thing. So I don't have to pay for two things. <laughs> no, it was me, Freaky Geek. I just apparently could like talking to myself. <laughs> but how does that happen? I figured as much. Because <laughs> that always, <laughs> that's always the thing with me, you know. <laughs> There's always something that goes on. But yeah, I mean, I don't understand how the hell. Oh, Sid, be safe. Please be safe. All you guys. But yeah, I mean, I just don't. That's one that freaked me out. I'm not going to lie. It really did. When I saw the You Are Here image and we are closer to the black hole, that freaked me out. It really did. I know, Patrick. Isn't that wild? Well, hopefully, Freaky Geek, nothing will come of that. But isn't that wild? Being, I, Yeah, I remember us being on the outer arm. <laughs> Bumps in the night, yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely don't remember being, um, I, I don't remember us being that far in the arms of the, and that's the one Mandela effect that's really screwed me, not screwed me, but just like, you know what I mean? That's what I could be, Jim. I mean, how fast, like, did we, I mean, did we go through the whole, all the arms and not realize it and went through the black hole and it was actually like a wormhole? No, Pluto will always be a freaking planet. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Pluto will always be a planet in my book. I, I was always interested in the skies. I want, oh, I love the stars. I love all of it. Pluto will always be a freaking planet, though. <laughs> yes, it was only when we were all sleeping, Ricky. <laughs> we only went through the black hole when we were all sleeping. That's right. All right, guys, I think I'm going to end the show. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to ask, but wait a minute. They are, the dippers are in different places. Yeah, see, it's shit like that, I'm telling you. All right, so here we go, guys. Do you think these ghosts are real? Hold on, hold on. Don't go anywhere. 
First off, there is a tick 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 TikTok video. Hold on. There's a TikTok video. What are you doing? Come on. Apparently it's not going to let me post it. There we go. Okay, so you're not going to... Oh, really? Come on now. Apparently, not having very good luck here. (laughs) 